So you love Jesus and are hungry for more? In this podcast, we will explore knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and learning how to share our story. My fellow brothers and sisters, these areas will make us strong warriors for Christ. And guess what? God will equip us in that journey. I am Melina, your host and teacher, or Jesus bestie, and this is the Holy Equipped Podcast. Hello, brothers and sisters. I am so excited. This is episode two of the Holy Equipped Podcast, but it is exciting today because it is my first episode of this style of podcast where I'm just talking to you. A big part of the podcast style is, or not style, I'm sorry, the um, the three core things that the podcast will cover is knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and sharing our story. So today's episode is really just going to give you a little bit of a background of letting me in, letting you in on my own testimony leading me up to this point, but uh, hopefully seeing if you can resonate with my story a little bit and maybe relate a little bit. So um, I even got my notes here <laughs> to look at so that I can stay on track um, and not just ramble on because uh, that's easy to do. Um, so anyway, today's episode is going to dive into... Um, just kind of what I wish I had known before I had moved into pursuing full-time ministry. And uh, I want to kind of touch on a little bit of those things because it's just, I just didn't know that much. So I shared in episode one, kind of my background with the church and how I didn't grow up in the church. And uh, one part that I didn't share in episode one was how I was saved. I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior when I was 17 in high school. Uh, But it wasn't like after high school, I graduated, went to college and spent all of my 20s just away from God. I didn't have a relationship, a close relationship with God. I believed in them, but I wasn't practicing in my walk with him. I wasn't getting to know him and loving him and accepting his love for me. Uh, So it wasn't until about 2000 and, well, maybe it was, yeah, about 2016 um, was when I really had a turnaround in my story and my walk with God where I dove in. I, God came into my life where um, he really just transformed me. He, uh, I struggled with alcoholism up until that point. And the summer of 2016, God spoke to me. He gave me a clear calling. Um, It was a time where I was away at a conference and it was five days where I couldn't drink. It was a youth conference. (laughs) And um, in that clarity, I was able to hear from him. And it was really cool because uh, I, I knew my direction. I knew where I wanted to go at the time. And it was a miracle in my life because I have never touched a drink since. And I'll probably go in deeper detail of, of my story with my struggle with alcohol, um, from my past, but, uh, I'll save that for another episode. Um, but basically it, it was a miracle because I went from, probably like I was going to die from it or not drink, but I couldn't 
stop. And so that miracle in my life, that clarity of moment that I had, I got this call into full-time ministry. Now, like I said, in uh, my background with the church and everything, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything um, about what that means. So if you think about, so I'm going to, I'm going to dive into this. So if you think about, um, we are born, we come into the world and we grow up, we go into, um, high school. Well, I guess, okay. Grade school. I don't skip all the grades in between. We go into high school after that. And then what is it that is expected on all of us is you go to college, you get your degree, and you go into your career field, and it's kind of like this boom, 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 like this linear straight line from point A to point Z, (laughs) whatever that is, of uh, getting to whatever that position or role is. Now, when I got the call into full-time ministry, um... Now, now tell me, okay, if you're listening to this and and you're a more mature Christian than I am, um, hold off on answering yourself this question because you probably know. But if you're kind of a newbie like me, well, someone who just got this call and, and then you're like, what does that mean? Well, what do you think it means? I naturally, I thought the, the path to full-time ministry meant, well, I guess I'll be working for a church one day, or I got to be a pastor, right? Like, I don't know any other role of what looks like full-time ministry. Um, and so that was, that was what I did. I dove headfirst right into the pursuit. I, and I will probably give more background into that. But like, I went and signed up for a um, school that my church was hosting. And I uh, just dove into uh, serving, volunteering, and then leadership and leading teams. And um, I, I was just in it, immersed in it. Um, and then it wasn't uh, maybe a year or two in just last year. Like 2020 was crazy, but 2019 was the year that I actually stepped away from the church entirely. Um, and that was that was difficult for me because it just hit me at a point where it was like, what am I doing? Like, I either have to not believe that the calling I got, that was so clear to me, I cannot deny it. The miracle of my life that brought me to sobriety um, I either have to believe that that wasn't true um, and ignore it and move on or just be and let God reveal to me what it actually means and not what I thought it meant. So uh, that's what we're going to dive into today, especially with uh, what that means and kind of just the overall um thing that probably we all feel in our lives where um, we might be thinking, where did I go wrong? Like, did I hear that wrong? Did I, did I make a mistake in the choice that I made? Um, So yeah, that, those were the thoughts that I struggled with all of 2019 when I left the church, basically. (laughs) And um, what I want to cover is uh, just three points that kind of talks about what 
ministry means. So, you know, uh, the overall feeling that I was having, and maybe you can relate to somewhere in your life, was that whole, did I get this wrong? Um, but what I really want to encourage you in that is uh, there is an, there is uh, there are many views, uh, many sides to a story um, to, I don't know, I don't know if I'm even good at an analogy, but if this box is this thing and you just look at the front face view of it and that's all you see, but you, you, there's other sides um, that you can learn about and see, and maybe that was actually a better fit all along. So it's kind of just digging in, allowing that those questions to be asked of, did I make a mistake? Did, did I get it all wrong? Did I hear God wrong? Or maybe turn that around to, um, is there something else in that that I'm just missing because I don't know what I don't know? So uh, for me, and the topic of this whole thing is kind of what I wish I knew before I pursued ministry, because this is what I've learned. I've learned that ministry is not what I thought it was. Now further um, of what ministry actually means, um, I'll get into that after I cover these three points. So uh, the thing that, uh, whether it's ministry or not, anything that you're doing in your life, uh, pursuing for whatever passion you have, the first thing is to note that it isn't about a title or a position, um, or an achievement that you have to all time reach. Because think about it, like you get there, if you got the role, if you got the position or the achievement, uh, what, what comes after that? Um, like your life just doesn't end. You still have a purpose and a calling. You still have to keep going. And, um, reaching a position is, is just, that's not what it's about. It's about finding that deeper passion, that deeper purpose. And um, so that was one of the things that I learned, especially in this ministry role role that I was pursuing, was that um, being a pastor, maybe I wasn't necessarily being called to that, or maybe I still am, honestly, who knows? <laughs> but I had to change my thinking to the, the idea that um, it could be bigger than what I thought Um of just a position. It could be bigger than that. So uh, that was one thing that I had learned. Uh, the second thing that I had learned uh, when I was pursuing my call into ministry was that there is no clear path. Um, like I said earlier, where you, you think, okay, you go to school and then maybe you intern or apply for entry level, and, and then you just kind of work your way up, right, into where you think you're supposed to be in your calling or your passion that you're pursuing. And for me, like I said, in ministry, I thought that was working for a church or being a pastor, and it still can be. I'm not going to put God in this little box <laughs> just because I'm learning lessons. Doesn't mean that it might not still be be that, but you know, um, I still just want to share these lessons anyway. That it, it isn't a clear path. It it can be a messy path. It can be a path that takes you way opposite of what you're thinking. Like I currently work in property management right now, and I'm writing. I've always loved writing, but is that a job? 
Like <laughs> it's, it's a passion. Um, and I'm just in that right now, but, uh, it doesn't seem very clear in the moment when I really look at it and think about it. If I'm like, okay, if I'm called to ministry, how on earth am I doing ministry in property management or in my writing? Um, but it's, uh, it sometimes it's, you know, uh, if you leave something or you start something new, um, even like in 2020, when, when probably you've seen, oh, learn something new, learn a new language, learn a new hobby, learn a new skill or trade or whatever. And I took some time to learn how to sew this summer. And, um, I know a lot of people kind of took a lot of different hobbies to learn. And one of the things, um, I actually, had thought about how um, Lisa Turkhurst, who's one of my favorite Christian authors and speakers, uh, she, I remember reading one of her books. Um, I think it was called, uh, It's Not Supposed to Be This Way. And um, in there, she talked about how she took on a hobby of painting. And in that, it like revealed something else to her about herself. And that's something that I was learning, especially in that year that I stepped away from the church and from serving, was that uh, it may not look like that, but I mean, even now when I look at my current job and in my writing, I'm learning so much that I wouldn't have learned before. And it just enriches me as a person. It makes me um, more open to other things where, um, I think translates into the skill set that you supposedly would need for that position. Right. But, um, it just will make you more well, well-rounded and even possibly could open doors or opportunities for God to speak to you in a different way that you weren't listening to him before. So, uh, that's the second thing that was my overall learning as I was pursuing ministry. <laughs> the third thing of a lesson that I learned and what I wish I had known before I started in this journey was, uh, it is, it's always for the one. Um, when you think about just Christianity in general and how Jesus died for you, Jesus died for me. And, you know, when it comes down to just really thinking about it, he died for the one person to be saved for all of us to be saved. But when you think about it, like as yourself and you're like, he really died for me. Like he loved me really that much. Um, and so it kind of translates into that same way. When you think about your own purpose or, uh, the people in your own life. And, um, if you think about like the person you love the most or the person that you just wish that you can reach, in some level to know Jesus or to get out of the hole that they're in um, and turn for a better way in their life. Uh, That one person probably comes to mind if you were thinking about it even now. And I actually want you to take a moment, maybe even just think about that person, their name, what they look like, maybe even your last interaction with them and just think about that person. And, uh, I think the coolest thing about thinking about that one person is it just makes it real. It makes it real because it's so easy that we to to focus on our own problems, on our own dreams and our own busyness and everything else in our own head for ourselves. 
that person, bring that person back to mind again and think about how, imagine if something you did, did break through to them. That would almost feel like it was worth it all, right? And that's how Jesus sees us. And so it's for the one. So I'm over here thinking, oh, I need to be a pastor of a church for several people that I need to shepherd and teach and all of this. And I need to be in this leadership position, or I need to write this book and become a New York Times bestseller. I got all these dreams, of course, and they could happen. I don't know. But I've really had to learn humility. And I've really had to learn that um, I know that it was one quote, one passage, one person who paid attention to me or prayed for me that helped the trajectory of my life to get to where I am now. Um, and no, I'm not perfect, but of course it is just, it's, uh, I would want to be nowhere else, um, than where I'm at right now, where I'm able to, uh, continue learning and growing. And I'm very thankful for that. But, um, I had to really look at like, oh, you know, maybe I wrote a blog post and maybe one person saw it and it was at just the right time at just the right place and touched them in just the right way. And maybe I'll never know it, but, um, it really, with that, that mindset of it's for the one, um, anything you do of thinking about that one person or just for somebody that could be touched by your story, uh, it forces you to even go down to trusting God yourself and it deepens your own faith. You have to trust the Holy Spirit that like whatever you're doing to show up in your pursuit of this calling, it it's still planting seeds along the way. And in, in, in doing so, you are fulfilling your calling. It doesn't look like probably what you think it should, but you're doing it. So, um, that was a third lesson that I had learned. And so to kind of wrap this up with uh, kind of your calling or your passion or your dreams and how it, it isn't about the title and how there is no clear path from point A to point B, it can be messy in the middle and you'll be better for it. And the third thing of how it's always for the one, that one person that you can touch by just sharing your story, by just living your life um, for God. Uh, comes down to even probably the last lesson and that I learned myself for my call to ministry was that uh, I'm starting to figure out we're all called to ministry. And I share about that in episode one with the Great Commission that we are all called to go and make disciples of all nations. Um, and we are, we are all disciples of Christ. We are all to talk and share in our excitement and joy of the light and the hope that is in Christ. And um, by you living out who you are in the best way that you can, even if it doesn't look like at all what you thought you were called to, it doesn't mean that's the end. It doesn't mean that it couldn't be something else you can't even imagine. But uh, I just want you to know that um, we are not all, we're not off the hook, whether you were called to ministry, like to work in a church or not. Like ministry, we we're serving each other, and um, it's it's just the influence that we all have with the people that God has placed around us. That's like 
your church that you lead. We are all leaders, we are all ministers, and we are all disciples for Christ. And so that's just kind of where I want to leave that there. So I'm really hoping that this gives you a little bit of insight into some of my own story. And um, I'm hoping that whether you're called to full-time ministry or not, that uh, whatever your calling is, that maybe this gives you some encouragement if you find yourself in a place that I was a year ago. And even now, I'm still even confused with where am I going with this? But I'm just taking the steps, like this podcast, for instance, of allowing God to teach me new things. And um, I just really encourage you to be open to that, too, and trusting in the Holy Spirit that what He had called you to do, um, you didn't get it wrong. It just may not look like the way you think it will. So just keep, just keep being you. And so uh, that is, that is my hope for you. Uh, Knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus and sharing your story. So I hope you found this as an encouragement for sharing your own story and really just being in the moment and allowing yourself to just be, just be you as Jesus has loves you. Jesus loves you as you are. So, um, all right. Well, until next week, uh, thank you so much for listening. My friends, thank you for listening to the Holy Equipped podcast. Will you help me grow this ministry and the mission to make discipling disciples of Christ? That is teaching Christians how to grow and teach other Christians who also teach Christians how to be warriors for Christ. If this episode spoke to you, please leave a review. And if you really want to help me spread the mission, share this episode with a friend. If you haven't yet, follow or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If you want to connect and be besties with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Oki Molina, that's O-K-I-E Molina, and say hello. Just tag me in your stories or send me a DM. I'm so excited to connect with you. Until next week, know that you are called and equipped by God.